0: Hey, right. You know what the good thing about feedback is? Given all the feedback that I got around the mics so and now I'm invested in a proper sound system, but also one other good thing about feedback is at least it seems like people are listening. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Now that um, they're relaxing isolation rules, yeah, we're going to lose a bit of time, you know, obviously socializing and sooner or later we're going to go back to work and spend our an hour and a half or two hours each way. That means we're going to lose the time that we've been using to dive into some of these uh, different projects that we've been doing. Oh, yeah, the self-development shit, eh? Mm. Tell me about your uh, artistry at the moment. You've been drawing a lot? Uh, yeah, well, turning my screen. I actually was
0: thinking about picking back up my um, painting again, actually, but uh, that I yeah. haven't had time to get around to because I still have got a lot of Yeah,
1: I remember... Um, they said that, um, back in high school, they used to call you Jack. <laughs> Here we go. laid out. What is it? Cause you like Jack and Titanic, bro. Right. <laughs> paint, everyone like your French <laughs> paint me like your French girls, Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, mine was pretty abstract, mate. So I don't think anyone would be happy with the outcome. Um, <laughs> that, I thought, I thought about that. Just man. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, thinking about getting back into the paintings. Um, Brought over like a whole bunch of books from home, um, so I was going to start reading up on that. But um, mm. got through a couple of pages here and there. But I need to actually invest some time back into it.
1: But what are you reading at the moment?
0: You know, I was actually picking up this one of the books. It's called Jagad. It's um, it's about innovation. It's about uh, humans, uh, their base human nature of innovation. So it actually reflects around um, in India how they um how all these guys on the streets who that sells things, all the kind of stuff, they actually pick mm. things up from the streets or the, the, um, the, what do you call those dumps and rubbish dumps and all those places and then make yeah. stuff with it. And it, it, it taps into how as humans, we've actually got this inhibition around innovating naturally and how mm. they can create flip-flops out of um, bottles and they fix all this piping through other different mechanisms and that doesn't really work. So it talks about how, um, they think outside the box to deliver all that and how a lot of corporate companies use some of these um, examples to, to inspire innovation within frameworks and all that. Mm. So that's what I've started reading up on. It's actually a bestseller. Um, mm. 50, I think 50000 or whatever it is plus. Sales. Yeah. And there's a lot, of, a lot of companies that endorse it in the three, four pages in front of it. Yeah. Um, some big companies. So I'm starting to read up on that as well. Um, interesting. Talks about yeah. different examples, but also interesting in the sense how it comes and relates into the corporate world around innovation. Like companies like Tata Group, they, yeah. they're really they're really big on this book
1: and really endorses the book quite a fair bit. So I'm starting to read up on that. Getting people to think outside the box. I don't know if you've heard of um, that research study that was done on creativity. They um, basically did a study on some kids to find out if creativity is just something that's you know, the older you get, you kind of lose, or is that something that's weeded out of us? Mm. And they did a study on um, some kids and it was basically they found that as when kids were younger, they had a higher rate of creativity, but as they got older and they got more institutionalized in an education system or their parenting, their creativity decreased. So it wasn't just a fact that they were getting older. It was the system that they had around them. So, you know you're creative as a kid, and then you go to school and you start coloring outside the lines. your teacher tells you no you have to stay between the lines mm, but as a, as as a kid you're you know you just color it anywhere you want and it's a, probably a silly example for anyone listening, but that's the kind of concept where schools and education systems and parents just try to keep you between the lines because that's what's right yeah, um and so you weed out creativity because of it
0: yeah, because there's no barriers in that it actually reminds me of a story in... um. Year, year two, I think I was. Um, first came from Fiji to um, uh, Australia and as the schools and um, I think it was a, it was a rainy day. This is yeah. honestly I'm just going through memory like here. It. it was a rainy day and uh, we were inside and it, I think we were doing crossword puzzles. Crosswords? Yeah, crosswords. Um, and I have never in my life come across a crossword like. And they were based. I think it was, it was Christmas time. there yeah. it was Christmas crosswords and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to look over to see what people are doing because there's little boxes and they're writing words in it. I'm going, I don't... never know. No one taught me the concept of crosswords. So I started writing words, but because I ran out of boxes, so I drew my own boxes outside it and I extended it. <laughs> and I wrote these words. It was just a fresh from a different country. We never had crosswords, man. Um, so, <laughs> so I remember that. So that that was my first taste of uh, creativity and innovation. <laughs> Granted, I was 100% wrong, but... If you asked me to keep me occupied and fill in the blanks, I did. (laughs) I made made up my own answers.
1: (laughs) Actually, they were saying um, that the COVID stuff has been good for kids because they're looking for ways to keep themselves entertained. Mm. I don't know if you remember, like, we, we as kids, we used to find one thing, like a rock or a bottle, and we'd find a way for that to entertain us for, like, three or four hours. Whereas now in this age, you know, if you're bored, you just download a new app on your phone or you get a new gaming console, Um, you're hardly ever put in a position where you need to, you know, make your own way to have fun. But this, because we're all forced to stay inside, they're saying a lot of kids are, you're gonna breed the next generation of creative and innovative thinkers because everyone's just forced to um, think for themselves and be creative for themselves to enjoy time in isolation. No, it's good
0: because I think before they were been talking about how there could be no creativity or problem-solving skills could diminish over time because everything was given to your hands. Mm. That, that ability to problem-solve and think outside the box was going to diminish over time because every everyone had all the answers they needed. But yeah. now I think the boredom aspect of it all, people are having to be more creative and, and try and think things to keep them occupied. Like even today I was watching on TV, they're talking about how... um before they were talking and saying how social media is distancing all of us and we're being less social um, because of having so much social media information at our hands. Mm. But now, with the lack of human interaction, the craving for human interaction has increased and people are realizing that even though we have more at our hands, but the need for that human element and the need for the stuff that we thought we didn't need mm. actually has increased. People like will not be taking that for granted anymore. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. The reverse concept of it all, and and the reverse concept, and how sharp that has turned. I think that's the shock to everyone. Just cool. mm. how have you been keeping yourself occupied?
1: Yeah, I've been uh, doing work, obviously, but I think we're finding that with the extra time that we have in our hands, we could dabble in a few different things. I think my first week, I tried so many different things that I had to kind of zone out and target a few. So. Try to play music, I obviously play guitar, but I used to play keyboard when I was little um hated it because my dad and mum made me do it, um, but I thought, you know why not dabble back in it? Oh, and I started that. playing, and it was uh horrendous to my ears, so I stopped
0: Alex um, was before you said that we think in episode seven, a uh, original soundtrack release
1: <laughs> I've already got a mixtape mate oh. <laughs> So, yeah, tr- tried some of that. But I think my big thing at the moment is just uh, content creation. I don't know. Have you jumped on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the has got me on so, um, Some of the uh, innovations and filters on that, I think I spent a whole night just dabbling in some of the different filters. And, you know me, I mean, I'm not too far from a meme. But the way that you can storytell through some of those filters and some of those... Uh, I guess, funny dances or whatever, I, I just found it mind blowing. And I think it's the next, it already is the next big thing, but I feel like it's going to be the next platform where people use to tell stories and sell themselves, even as corporate professionals, because yeah. it started off as something for kids. Now it's kind of transitioning into our age group, but I think it's going to be one where you're going to see, you know, more and more companies and corporate professionals starting to express themselves. But I'm, I'm loving that content yeah. creation in general, um, you, you, you know, yeah. stuff like this podcast and things like that as well. Yeah, just, just as you're saying that about TikTok
0: stuff, like um, I'm going to shout out to Sujit because uh, when I speak to him last, he, he's the one that kind of showing us to the start all this kind of videos on it. And he's the one that said mm. that as well, like going, this is going to be the next big thing. Well, oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know much about it until now that you're sitting at home and now you're realizing that how everyone's on it. So it, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the next big thing and how people will convey their messaging or even just get engagement through that.
1: Yeah. It's funny seeing all these platforms actually transition in the same way because Snapchat started like this as well. Yeah, yeah, started with just the younger school kids, transitioned to, like, young adults, then transitioned to, like, the 30-year-olds, and now everyone's got Snapchat. And That's now a massive tool for businesses and companies to brand and market on. Same thing's happening to TikTok. So feels like every new platform that comes across, you know, if you're an early user and you master the platform, then you can be the king of that platform. Um, but yeah, I think content creation in general, man, it's the kind of the storytelling of today and the resume of the future. Because you know, I feel like in ten, twenty years' time, no one's going to look at a paper document in front of you. They're going to look at your the personal brand you have, the awareness you bring, um, the content that you've put out. That kind of stuff is going to hold value no, more than of you, eh? yeah, more than a piece of. Uh, pdf paper that you know you submit that yeah i don't know when's the last time i even
0: updated a resume i actually don't remember uh, like that was mm. that time when like some you know interior designers all that stuff they used to come up with really funky uh, resumes like that was the
1: thing but like you said now it's more about just your personal brand and how you get yourself mm. out of yeah man what's these uh drawing things you've been doing i know you and uh like Digits obviously a Master, I've seen some of his oh, yeah, yeah. content, but you were you were dabbling in it as well. So us all about
0: thing. it. I got an inspiration from him, but um, it's obviously like like I said, I'm I'm more of the visual drawer and all that stuff like that, scribbler. But um, I've been really trying to follow his stuff, and he's um sending me through some links every now and then around some courses and stuff to get up on. Um, yeah. But it's all about, it's this, all about the visual uh, visual notes that you take. Um, and there's a lot more people right now I'm seeing as well on LinkedIn who are doing the same things, but they're just capturing. They're capturing all of what's happening today or it's maybe a subject matter on notes uh, and presenting it in a way that's visually stimulating, very cartoony, as well. yeah. but also like standouts, everything. It's just like how someone would take notes on their pieces of paper and have drawings and throw it, but it's more refined. Mm. Uh, so I just started trying to pick that back up, trying to, trying to revive that drawing, drawing innate in me as well. Um, so if I'm doing some things around certain uh, frameworks or certain... Um, Key objectives, whatever. And then I'm trying mm. to go back and draw out a little bit as well in notes. Like I'm finding more of that. I go back a couple of weeks ago, it's actually getting better flows coming out of it as well. So I want yeah. to, try to get to a point where this becomes like my captured document. Mm. Uh, it's probably an initial, um, initial capture of everyone's attention. And then probably that you can deep dive into the actual proper detail. But like, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to deal with that a little bit. So it's a mix of like a cartoony, but at the same time, um, informative information or highlights coming through as well. I reckon, mm. yeah, you've seen some of his stuff too. I reckon
1: it's really good. Cool. Yeah, He does it like you guys do it live as well, right? So if you're in a meeting, you're kind of scribbling and drawing yeah. and being artistic. Yeah, wow, that's, between, that's hard, man.
0: The difference between me me and him doing it live, mine is over three pieces of paper uh, and yeah. scribble that I don't understand later on, whereas his one is I think he's got to the refined stage where... He can actually draw the cartoon and colour it all in, and they keep going with the flow, flow real quick. Like that, that's oh. that's that's talent, and I think that he's done really well, and he's passionate
1: about it too. So. Yeah, well, everyone. I'm sure he started like you did as well. So what's what's that concept called? I know there's a word for it. The graphic recordings. we'll get him on one day, like having having
0: actually talk through it. Probably talk through his journey. That'd be interesting too.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, so what else? Uh, what else have you been uh, dabbling in? Uh, like I said, picked up a few books. I finally want to try to get through a couple of books in the next.
0: Next few weeks, hopefully, um, to do that. Um, like I said, the thought of painting came back, but it's parked it again. Oh, I've actually started looking into doing some stuff on the share market and stocks. Started oh, recent. Right. Yeah. So I've had have my Comsec account running for a while, so I'm just going, you know what, let's just get back into it. Now's a good yeah. Tune time. So i doing a bit what's, of research on what's that.
1: What's your three uh, hot tips, bro, for everyone listening? Yeah, well, everyone's going to lose some money
0: right now. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I don't have much tips, but I'm actually trying to trying to look at I'm trying to look at what's what the market or what the world is going to be in the next six to twelve months. Mm. Seeing what kind of emerging um, emerging industries will be will be very uh, positive in those in those in that period. Mm. I'm looking into like help biotech as as well, uh, but also looking at to diversify the portfolio, so making sure like you've still got your baseline companies um very early stages so i'm nowhere nowhere qualified to give any advice on this but that's something that's called my interest yeah um so i'm going through that right now as well um what else have i been doing my wife's been trying to come up with different dishes every every few days so she's she's trying to do her master chef yeah um doing that what about you? Like I said, you know, you, you've done the music stuff, but there's other things you've been. Taught.
1: Yeah, I think, like I said, content creation. Um, we've actually been, uh, one of our mates who's got a cafe because he's closed down um, right now. This is actually probably what I've been most excited about is building, trying to build his brand um, over this time. So he's closed down for the next two months. And, you know, everything I'm reading is saying, Take these. If you're shut down, you got to take that period to build your brand. And so, I've been big on him to build a brand. And the first step of that was making a Facebook page. And so, I've kind of um, stepped out a strategy with him on content creation and putting stuff out there, getting people to, you know, engage with his brand, engage with his business during this time, so that when he goes back, um, people know about his business, know about his brand, know about his products and his menu and they feel comfortable coming back straight away. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, I think that's something that's kind of taken a bit of brain space, but it's something that I really enjoy. I think the whole marketing side of business is uh, somewhere, some, a place that I used to find weak um, in me. Cause mm. basically I've worked in you know, HR commercial finance and haven't really dabbled in marketing. So I thought it's kind, kind of a great opportunity to, stretch the brain in a direction that it's never explored. Um, so, yeah, man, we've been doing some crazy things. Um, I've probably got a few too many crazy ideas that he's pushed back on. Um, so I'm just trying to kind of balance my craziness with his uh, apprehension at the moment. Keep pushing. Yeah, like, actually, we were thinking of some ideas, like because he's a cafe, I was thinking yeah. of putting out, you know, every couple of days featuring a new menu item on his Facebook, talking about the products behind it. So, you know, if it's a hamburger, talk about the beef behind it, you know, if it's organic or whatever, fresh letters from Patty's Market, et cetera, et cetera. But then saying, because he's basically making those products every day as well, Mm. but then saying, you know, if someone shouts out a family or family member or someone, a friend who's in need in the community. You know, the winner of that day, then he'll drop off those um, raw products at their house. They can cook that themselves. Cool. Um, obviously, it takes time and money investment, but I thought it would be a great way to get his brand out in the community. But he's obviously not for it. I was particularly <laughs> eager, but yeah, I'm just I just love thinking of things like that. No, it's it good. I, I think it's very new to him. So I think if you just
0: kind of still keep working towards and talk to the benefits. I think it's fulfilling, yeah. you know, fulfilling from your end too as well, helping you made out um, in this kind of time when they're pretty much shut down. So uh, that's a re- real good mini project that you're going on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool, man. Yeah,
1: One, can you, can you uh, give a plug to our
0: millions of viewers.
1: Um, probably, <laughs> I probably should because we've only got twenty likes on Facebook at the moment. But cafe with an E in Pemulwuy slash stains, if anyone's around there when they're back open. He doesn't mean coffee and decent burger as well um especially because it's near wet and wild so once summer hits it's a place to be um
0: <laughs> our, our podcast our podcast taking the next level mate. we've got our first plug
1: plug in yeah plug in advertisement. <laughs> we'll start taking sponsorship fees soon <laughs> uh, look you know what like, this episode this, brought to you by cafe with any e. yeah
0: talking about us talking about um keeping ourselves occupied. Well, this, this podcast has been uh, something that's kept us occupied. I'll, I'll be looking forward to at least recording once a week as well, and it's mm-hmm. interesting um, how we go about it too mm. as well. I think, um, like, what, we're in our fourth episode now. Um, it's funny talking about fourth episodes. Like, we've got <laughs> some label going on. But it's, um, like, we first kind of started um, with a lot of structure, and now we're just kind of talking about, Whatever we want to talk about, it. and the prep time is getting less and less. Like mm. today was about ten minutes. What do we want to talk about? Let's talk about this, and let's just fly with it. So I'm, I'm enjoying <laughs> that. It's it's more just creating that that um. It's it's building that that skill as well. It's just kind of talk on the fly around the top topic and structure, it, structure
1: or yeah. message or whatever it is. But um, it's. More I think like, we found as well when we're structured and we plan stuff, we just sound fake, yeah. and a lot of it is the genuinity coming out of this is. We want ourselves to be heard, so. But it is.
0: Prep time, five minutes. Let's do this. Mm. That's good. I enjoy it. It actually gives us a chance to catch up. Like, I know we talk a whole bunch of other stuff before we actually start recording, which is quite good. Um, but yeah, like, I'm enjoying this. Like, we've talked about doing this for ages and ages, never really did it. But now, mm. it. It, it's, it's good. We've got some good positive responses back, which um, I was surprised about. At first, I think, you know, putting ourselves out there was all about, I don't know how things go, like. And then kind of, we're not commentating on things that we don't know about. We just started giving opinions and talking about mm. more of us. And I was pretty stoked last week. You know, Ben Ryan sent a message on LinkedIn as well. He 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 ended up, yeah, that's pretty cool, day. man. Um, so it was pretty good. Um, and then I think yeah, a couple of days after he viewed my profile, I'm like, all right, Ben, enough stalking for now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's good. It's good. We've got so that. So he, he messes back, right? Yeah, 100%. I just said, you no. know, um give me a shout out because yeah that's all thanks everything all good here in london and um thanks for the shout out and all that stuff as well yeah so, um
1: that was good have to, to get that, him bro. on the show bro
0: <laughs> that's pushing it too far um, <laughs> but it's good it's good that it, you know he actually probably would have listened to the podcast about him or even um a few people from england rugby can you, you know, see the stats on linkedin mm. um we got a fair bit of views coming out of um The northern hemisphere, like the first video, Mm. like about three, three and a half thousand plus. You had a thousand. Mm. This one here is like about 1500 plus, especially in the northern hemisphere. So, um, yeah. So, this little mini, mini exercise of ours, or however we continue it, um has turned out really good. And I enjoy it. Yeah. It's good to reconcile our thoughts and thinking.
1: Yeah. I think it's the intention behind it as well. Like, I know we never came on here talking about a million followers. It's more about trying to provide value to people around us, but also share our thoughts and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I think, so once, once we all kind of go back to norm, what's one habit you reckon that you've picked up over the last two, three, four weeks? Um, Something new that you've dabbled in that you reckon you'll keep Um, other other than the podcast. (laughs) I'm hoping you'll keep. (laughs) Um,
0: Look at could be just recent, but I really, I'm really into this, the stocks and all that stuff. So I think researching into companies and doing all that, it's something I'd like to keep a traction on, mm. um, doing that, probably shifting, shifting my unsuccessful sports better can to stocks will be, um, <laughs> hoping to continue, hoping not to continue the losing streak and um, get some wins out of that. I think that's one of the things, um, hoping I set my body and muscle memory into exercising frequently. Mm especially leading into our cricket season. Um, (laughs) That's one of the things. Um, But also I think self-development, man. Like I've always, you know, when you first came into Hudson as well, and I've always told you no matter how busy your week is, just always put Mm. away a couple of hours. Yeah. Just go, think about what you've done in the week and how you can make it better or something that you're stuck on and didn't have an answer to, go and find the answer. I think that's really good. And I think I lost sight of that a little bit as well, getting so busy. Mm. But um. I I need to get back and probably always blocking away a couple of hours for myself, um, regardless of how things are going. Obviously, being responsible with, it, but regardless of what's going on, but just going two hours to myself this week, reflect on what I've done, how can I do it better, if I needed to get answers, do that. I did that quite a lot early on um, when when I first started, um, and that really helped. Yeah. So I think picking that back up, there's a lot of little online little courses or even just videos and stuff that um, I've actually – put on save to watch later but i haven't really done that yet so i think that i'm going to continue and try to make sure i put that back into my um weekly routine Mm. um yep just yep. go put away two hours in a week no matter what time that's for myself self-development it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends later
1: on yeah and hopefully get dividends too from my stock too (laughs) (laughs) it's so important isn't it just self-development i remember you barking on about it when i first joined but i think just in terms of understanding and reading and listening to different perspectives and frameworks of thinking, I think, you know, we take it for granted. And sometimes in our own, uh, I'm not saying you and me, maybe we've done this as well, but sometimes in our own self arrogance as humans, we work in a couple of places or work in a career. And we think, you know, we're the masters of what we know because we're at the peak of that level in an organization or in our teams. But, you go outside and you listen to perspectives of thinking and frameworks of thinking outside, go to different organizations and other teams, and you realize, crap, you actually haven't even scratched the surface. Oh. And that's that self development. That's when you start building that aptitude for self development because you like always want to know more, always want to learn more. Understood. So I can always, you know, think on my feet and understand different perspectives
0: yeah sometimes sometimes you won't get the answer from people around you. that's why you go the two hours go hunt for yourself. Mm. If, if you don't get the answer, at least you spend two hours knowing how to get to some sort of answer or so, you' trying to find mm. some, some solution, and that's that two hours that you keep continually applying to yourself and feed it back to yourself yeah um, yeah like, actually like,
1: side so, a side note on that, and this is my observation of you know I don't want to be the old guy sitting here criticizing this generation, but I feel like um, back back in my day um when when we needed to find information right we it was way harder to find information so you'd have to go to a library and research books you'd have to talk to different people um because you didn't have uh, the internet at your fingertips like i didn't have that until you know early high school anyway actually high school um but nowadays <laughs> Well, a, lot, a lot of the kids are just used to Googling. And, you know, I'm used to it. I'm super reliant on Dr. Google nowadays. I Google everything. Like... But if you can't find an answer on Google, it's so hard for people to think about uh, working towards an approach or working towards um, how to work something out because they're just reliant on answers from a textbook or a Google source. What's your What's your views on that?
0: Yeah, well, find the, find the two half answers and make one answer out of it. Like, that's that's literally what I used to do back then. Back mm. back. Like, yeah, you may not find the exact answer to your exact problem, but take something from each one of those and maybe you'll find a solution. And that's what, I, that's what I do still. Like, I still go to Google and I find out, okay, I'll type in whatever I'm not trying to, or I'm trying to solve, and I go, okay, this takes me this far. What else can I do? Maybe if I put these two together. That's the two hours you need to self-develop time. If you did that, in your delivery time, you're not going to deliver, <laughs> like obviously, right? Mm. So you'd really have to put that time aside. Um, so like, one of the first things I did when I moved into the, kind of the FP&A team, there was like a reporting that took a couple of, like, a, oh, three, four days to do. First thing I did was going, okay, well, why does it take three, four days? Let's put it together. And that's when I started learning a lot in Excel. Mm.
1: So,
0: yeah, cut that all down, made it all streamlined, made it all nice and neat. But, okay, it was still taking me about five steps. How do I make it down to four steps? And then I draw up my process and I go, cool, let's do this. There was no solution to how I brought that down from four steps to four four days to two days. Mm. It's just me going and looking at all my options and putting that together and finding my own solution, which I did. And then it got to a point where um, we were running reports that were, you know, you need to do that from Monday. We'll deliver it Wednesday. Okay. How do I deliver it Tuesday? Then I did the same process. Then I got to the point where... You know, you're delivering reports by close of business Monday. But you know what? Every time I got into Monday, I'd do the same repetitive task. Right. How do I not do that? Then I remember I was was searching things, other people's solutions on other concepts and how they ran VBA scripts. So I just taught myself VBA, the basics. I took VBAs from other two or three different scripts, put it together, changed it to my little thing and tested and worked. I got to a point where on Sunday you can just send an email from your phone and it starts off a VBA script and it mm. starts running your reports to the point where it needs you to have input. So by the time yeah. you get in on Monday, 40% of the work is done because that's a repetitive process. Like I did that all myself without an IT. Mm. And then, you know, you sit there and go, well, why do I need to send an email? How about I trigger an email? So you just go and learn about certain things. How do you trigger, like you come up with the idea and see if it's possible and then you just get other, yeah. put it in. So then you just put it on Google. say so you put it in your calendar. If your calendar has this reminder, then it triggers this VBA, then that happens. That So then you got to the point where, you know, four or five months before it was being run in four days. Now it's being run half day Monday.
1: Mm.
0: So that was all about just, you're not going to get the answer you want. It's, it's using all the answers that you
1: have to find your own solution. And mm. that's where you get to. That's I remember, I used to. I remember that piece of three. I thought I knew Excel um, in my six years in audit. I come in and you guys are showing me VBA. I was like, VBA what? <laughs> and that was – uh, Yeah. but, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that opened my eyes to not VBA but that whole concept of continually learning and not settling for, you know, what you know on challenged what I kind of grew up in in those six years in audit. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot of people who sit there and go, VBA is the old
0: code. I 100%, I 100% agree. So would, I'm not endorsing VBA as the next big thing. Obviously not. Yeah. But um, that was just an example of what I had in my fingertips and I made it work with, for me in that environment. So, you know, if I had people who could do development and all this kind of coding and all that stuff beforehand, yeah, they could have easily done it. So yeah. but that's just an example of what the tools I had and I had to do. Like So the way I described it, it was like, you know, you use formulas in Excel, you know, a summary formula is not just to do some if, but what can you do to make your outcome possible? Mm. Right. A pen, you can, you know, you can use a pen to write, but you also, you can use a pen to push my phone away. So it's not just, you can, one tool is not used for one thing. You can, how do you use it to fit your purpose? That's what I used to do with formulas and codes. And like, that's how what you do with all different solutions. Find it, learn from it. And how do I pick and choose and make what I need to happen, so that that's that, you know, that's that self-development piece that I lost a while ago. Like, stop stop giving myself time for that, which I'm yeah. going to make sure I give myself
1: time back on. Yeah, mm. content of self-development's changed, but such yeah. such a crucial piece. I feel like they should build that time in schools, like yeah. literally build an hour, or two hours every week where students just sit there and learn something new by themselves, whatever it is. I know. For us, we would have probably, you know, gone to the park and kicked a ball around or play cricket or something. But giving, making that intentional time there yeah, would probably force that mentality from an early age.
0: But even, even go to the park and cricket, you're kicking a ball around or something like that, that, that's creativity because we used to make up sports and rules. We used mm. to make up our own games and go, this is the rule, this is the tree. You sit there and you go, you go to a park and the tree's blocking your normal part. Okay, so you make up something around it, you make a point. Yeah. That also sparks how people think. Um, yeah. You mentioned something uh, a couple of days ago. I haven't really delved into it, um, mm. but it was around the design thinking. Have you, you reading something about it? Um,
1: yeah. I'm probably not super comfortable to lay it all out at the moment because it's a big, it's a big piece of understanding, but hold on, hold I, it's just a massive on, concept that.
0: To tell me your point, let me just grab, let me just grab another beer. One second. <laughs> one second, one second. Hold, hold, hold on to your thoughts. Let me just grab another beer and you tell me about what you learned.
1: <laughs> now, nah, basically, I was uh, like literally every conversation I was having with people or listening on podcasts. This design thinking concept kept being mentioned, and so um, I wanted to delve into it. So I got a couple of free eBooks and a couple of podcasts um, that kind of laid it all out. Um, I'll go into detail probably another episode, but it's basically yeah. a framework that was built by engineers, adopted by business people and marketing people um after that and they've just kind of uh built on it decade after decade and now it's this super powerful framework and the whole concept of why that was I wanted to think of a framework was I feel like sometimes when I try and explain things to my team or to people in our business I try to explain concepts and try to explain things like self-development and how to think um in terms of process flows and things that I feel like they don't get it sometimes and that's not their fault I think it's just because of my situations and your situations that have brought us to where we are help us to think in that way so how do I transfer that framework to them without saying you need to go through 10 years of pain um, and then get to that point so that's why I'm trying to explore these frameworks and these concepts to help me articulate it better to myself so then I can transfer and communicate that with team members and also other people. And I think, like, you, you and me are talking just before about um, transferring knowledge and, you know, if we get people in our team and getting them to do things that we do in a quicker way and stuff like that, like, I've found that I've kind of had that attitude as well um, before I started leading a team. And then when I started leading a team, I was like, man, this is not easy because, for me, I just thought it would be basically replicate myself in a piece of paper and say, "Hey, yeah, go and do this now. And then you just got to care for them in the right way. And, you know, everyone will start fighting for you and doing exactly what you'll do. But there's so many different personalities and ways of thinking that you can't align it, but you just need to have a framework to direct them in. And yeah. so that's the whole concept I'm dabbling in. Everyone's got a different starting point. Eh? Mm. So that's, that's the part where you get to navigate. So. Yeah. And that's the, it's the point of discovery. I mean, the learning that now is great because, our next 20, 30 years in this or any other profession is going to be leading people and we're going to have to know these skills and whatever we learn now is going to be useful later on. So good good uh, opportunity to learn, man. That's self-development in itself. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, um,
0: on the other side of this, if there should be a lot of people who go back with something extra to add mm. to, the, to their own portfolio or something to give back to whatever they do in terms of work or something. Um, Definitely that time where I highly encourage people to do self determination or pick up something that they've been wanting to do for a while. But... Yeah, man.
1: Good chat for this week. I'm hoping that over the next episode, maybe we can catch up and do a live, maybe not a live one, but a video session out um, <laughs> in the mean? sun somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, isolation is um, easing up. Maybe I'll see you in person, mate much to both of our detriments (laughs) because I know with a beer in our hands we're not recording anything
0: (laughs) you've changed mate you've changed (laughs)